Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, happy football Friday, or kind of. We're still waiting on some news with this team, but we're here. Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable, PHNX Cardinals, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, <clears throat> America's top-rated sportsbook. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. Bo's live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. This team, are they alive? Are they awake? We're waiting. Tick-tock. No backup QB. <laughs> and especially, Bo Brock, no DeAndre Hopkins trade to speak of, but at least J.J. Watt is out there maybe trying to nudge the Cardinals into making a move. Hey, can you can you help us out? Watt's hey, helping uh, us out. Hey, wake up. Make some moves. You have some assets. Guys, you have some things that other teams might want, like the third overall pick and, and DeAndre Hopkins. and Yeah, J.J. Watt live from Was He in London? He's talking to Pat McAfee today. And he was asked straight up from McAfee about, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and whether or not he would be he would welcome a trade to New England because everybody immediately connected the dots like Bill O'Brien, the guy that traded DeAndre Hopkins is the OC there. And there's no way that's going to happen. And uh, JJ said, I don't think that's a deal breaker. I think that that's something that DeAndre Hopkins, he would have a conversation about and be able to kind of bury the hatchet between him and Bill O'B. And if there's a chance to win, ultimately, that's what DeAndre Hopkins wants to do. Now, whether or not the Arizona Cardinals will oblige that because they're not really contractually uh, obligated to do so, DeAndre right. Hopkins doesn't have that no trade clause anymore. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals could trade him to the highest bidder, uh, but you know, looking at the market right now, uh, you have still some usual suspects, right? Uh, Jeremy Fowler has identified the Ravens as a potential landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins. He's identified the Patriots as a, a potential landing spot. Our guy Benjamin Albright identified as Craig saying here in the chat, the Chiefs, and then you've got the Patriots, the team that he was asked about today. So there's four potential landing spots. You know, Dallas, the only side from this negotiation that you've heard for him as far as for D-Hop and the Cowboys is D-Hop's side, right? There's a source that told 105.3 The Fan in Dallas today that D-Hop would be willing to uh, make some adjustments to his salary in order to accommodate a trade. So you look at the Cowboys, but the Cowboys haven't necessarily reached out to the Cardinals about DeAndre Hopkins. So it's a wait and see here as far as DeAndre Hopkins. But it seems like at some point things are going to materialize in DeAndre Hopkins. It just seems like all, all signs are pointing to him not wearing a Cardinals uniform next season. No, he's not going to play for the team next year. Right. Contrary to what you guys you know may hear otherwise, and 
well, the Cardinals just don't get what they what they can get or what they what they hope to get. They they just need to hang on to them. I've been told that's not that's not happening. Now it's not it's going to be a cold, dark place in hell if they have to trade him for anything less than a second round pick, and that's going to be a difficult day if and when that happens. I don't think we've reached that point yet, Bo Brock, but it does feel like teams are playing hardball. Um, and I was of the mindset, you were of the mindset, they were going to have a, a distinct advantage, and I think they thought this too, and they could still, that the receiver market in the draft, not great, and then especially this free agent receiver market, not great. The Beckham situation is interesting. As you mentioned, $20 million is what he's demanding, and I, I, I just Beckham to me is a little bit of an unknown at this point in his career, coming off major injury, right? It's, it's different than doing an open workout in a field compared to suiting up and playing when's the last time he's put together a complete 17 game season where you feel like Hopkins in the right setup could go for 13 1400 yards next year we saw it in the game he returned last year after his suspension had 14 catches all that to say uh, you know for me the second round pick I think is is the holding pattern yeah because I feel like there are teams right now that are offering maybe a three plus and the Cardinals for all their faults and my goodness, they have many. They know the optics <laughs> of trading away DeAndre Hopkins for what the fan base will perceive it as pennies on the dollar. Like we, every day at 4 p.m., which, by the way, we love you all. We can't wait to do this podcast every day because of all of you. Um, we've been telling you at, at nauseum they're going to trade him. They want to trade him. Jordan Schultz comes on our program, says they want to trade him. They're going to trade him. Same with Benjamin Albright. But a, a lot of the fan base, I would say, 60, 70% of the fan base will just be like, well, that's not going to happen. Just hang on to him. So then if you scroll through Twitter one day and you see DeAndre Hopkins is traded for a three and a four, people are going to lose their shit, right? And so I think it's very conceivable that if they have to settle for that kind of um, package, if the market has dwindled that much, they're going to be very careful about when they drop a trade like that. Like Bo and I have joked off air, like they they could drop a D hop trade 10 p.m. on a Saturday night and kind of yeah. wash it away. Now, you'd still have to eat a big shit sandwich on Monday morning and just say, well, he hops on on our team anymore, and we only got a third and a, uh, three and a four. That's different than kicking off free agency. Some people in this media market said there's a parameter for a trade, and it's going to happen right when the league year starts and right when ta- – none of that's happened, right? Ooh. Hello? Hello, cricket. <laughs> none of that's happened, Right. My, right. So my guess is, well, what we know of right now is that the asking price the Cardinals want, based on what Jordan Schultz told us, was a first, but they take a second. Are they being offered less than a second? Probably right now, Bo. This is what Albert Breer said today in his MMQB.com article. He was asked in his mailbag, where will D-Hop get traded to? And this was his answer. I'm not really sure. They ask similar to what the Texans got for DeAndre Hopkins, a second rounder plus something else of value. And at this point, trading for him would be more complicated than it was then. He'll turn 31 in June. He's got a lot of miles on his legs to the point where he doesn't practice much. Now, I'll kind of push back on that. When DeAndre Hopkins returned from suspension, he was actually at every practice until uh, his knee acted up at the end of the of the season, but he can Albert Burr continues here. He says, and while it existed for him for a while, only recently it cost him time on the field after missing just two games over his first eight NFL seasons. He's missed 17 over the last two years, six due to his PED suspension. So yeah, it's a little bit more complicated than just figuring out the parameters on a deal and making said deal. So, but you look at all the evidence 
as far as will DeAndre Hopkins be a Cardinal or will he not? I mean, we talk about what Jordan Schultz reported at the beginning of the offseason, that Michael Bidwell was telling potential GM candidates they want to trade, try and trade DeAndre Hopkins. And then what Schultz said definitively a couple weeks later at the Super Bowl, he doesn't believe that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a Cardinal next season. He believes he will be traded. And then what we heard from Benjamin Albright, that it's not a question if, but when they're going to trade. It feels like it's inevitable at this point and to look at the Chiefs as a team to look out for as far as DeAndre Hopkins trade. And then today, the appearance from J.J. Watt on Pat McAfee, where he's talking about what DeAndre Hopkins would want and what he said. He said, uh, time can make everything different. Myself and Bill O'Brien have been in many battles over the years, and we still talk as far as that being a potential deal breaker. And then the quote that they tweeted out, the McAfee show did, D-Hop is at the point in the career where he just wants to go somewhere that he can win. Now we have the graphic that the Pat McAfee show tweeted out and Oh, guess who liked it? Deandre Hopkins. He liked that that tweet. So he's being very transparent. You had the Des Bryant, you know, of them working out in the lab, like Donnie, Johnny venerable at the uh, curves in Maricopa, just getting games out there. And and they're, they're being very transparent about this deal is going to happen. You had Mm -hmm. Hopkins saying, I'm hearing this. Come talk to me. Uh, this deal is going to happen. It feels like it's inevitable at this point. It's just finding the right, uh, you know, package that's going to come in return to the desert. Vincent in the chat of the Pats called the Cardinals about hop, even after signing Juju. Um, I don't know if they've talked to him since then, but I, the Juju signing I've been told does not discount their, their want for Hopkins to be on their team. Um, I don't think it changes. Their receiving core was the worst in the NFL before they signed Juju, and I would They've still argue. They've had receiving core revamps several times in, in this uh, under Bill Belichick. I yeah. mean, he becomes every fed up now. with guys being ineffective in the in the receiving game. So, look, there is. Let's rank this. Let's pay off this tease because we we have like who are the front runners to land DeAndre Hopkins? Because it seems like the Cowboys are turned off by Odo Beckham Jr.'s. Asking price at this point. So does it make more sense, especially with DeAndre Hopkins willing to uh, concede some salary potentially or rework some things in order to make that work? Um, You know, it seems like Dallas continues to be in the conversation. Uh, The Chiefs, I think, will always remain a threat to, to go out there, especially with Juju going to New England. So I look at those two teams and then you still if you're Baltimore, you still have to figure out what the heck's going on with. Lamar Jackson in his future before you pull off a deal for a wide receiver that you want to pair with Lamar Jackson. So I look at those four teams and then you've maybe got like a Carolina that can make them put themselves into the conversation if they want to pair whoever they select number one overall at quarterback with a, with a top notch receiver because Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall or whoever you draft later in the draft, like, is that going to get it done for you necessarily offensively? I don't think so. Uh, Jose, nothing less than a second and change. And listen, that's why like Baltimore should be the last team you talk to because they don't have a second round pick. So like, where are those negotiations starting? And they don't have multiple threes. You know when their first pick is after the first round, pick 86. Uh, take a fucking walk, Baltimore. I don't want to talk <laughs> to you. I, I think, again, the usual suspects, Kansas City at 63, which again is the last pick of the second round. It's still second round. You could still put out that sweet, sweet tweet that says we got a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. 
but it's it's great value Walmart second round. It's not premium choice, you know. Oh, you know, top you. forty pick. It Look is. at that. Speaking of premium, sweet, how about that? Sweet or nectar eat? from the gods. Um, mm. Dallas fifty eight. Uh, that's very much something I think that would appease them. And New England, of course, is forty six. Now New England is also seventy six, and my guess is that's what the Patriots are saying they would pay for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and you might be thinking to yourself, well, that's not that big of a difference. Thirteen picks between Kansas City and New England. So um, could you get New England's? 76 and maybe a third in 2024, maybe a third, a fourth, and a three next year. I don't know. They're, they're, Eric in the chat, 86 and 2024 20, second sound nice, 100%. I just don't buy Baltimore as a realistic option with the Lamar Jackson situation in turmoil. Here's what D Hop wants he wants to be paid and he wants to be relevant and good for him, right? And he wants to win a ring. But I, you know, relevancy is is a big deal you can't say i want to win a ring and go to dallas they haven't won a championship in, in how many years so who's not relevant right now the cardinals and we love right. the cardinals they're our team they're our baby but you can make an argument they're a bottom three relevant team right now and so it's like okay it makes sense to put you know hopkins on a relevant team let him get endorsements let him be on national tv well he can do that in a place like dallas i just hope that and again, we talked about this like a month ago, and I threw this out there. I hope Michael Bidwell is not saying, well, I can't trade him to Dallas because of the optics. We used to play in the same division. They're in the NFC. They're a big market. I don't want to, if I'm going to cave for a Hopkins deal, I don't want it to be to the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't think that's the case, but I just mm-hmm. hope we're not at that point. Like, it shouldn't fucking matter who you trade him to. Shit, if there was a team in your division that you had to, to, to eat crow on for a couple of years and they gave you a premium pick, You'd have to consider it, right? Once upon a time, Philadelphia traded Donovan McNabb in their own division to the to the Washington, what used to be the Washington football team. So I just, it feels like we're on a collision <laughs> course for a second or a third plus, which is not ideal. Not right. ideal. Well, Washington, and then they give up, uh, did they give a second round pick for that? For- I think so. Right for for and and then some and that was that was Andy Reid that was highway robbery right that was damaged goods he knew better right and he was like oh I'm gonna pivot we're gonna go to Kevin Cobb that wasn't even the right move they ended up moving to to Michael Vick but Andy Reid looked like a pretty smart uh, GM slash head coach at that point I I think that, look who who's going to move the wide receiver market to where the Arizona Cardinals are SOL and going to have to just bite the bullet and take lower asking price for DeAndre Hopkins. I don't see no. anybody changing things up. No. And and the Cardinals have the benefit of being patient here, right? I mean, this is the first week. You had legal tampering earlier this week, and then free agency opened up on Wednesday. It's still early here, folks. Like, Well, here's a couple st- things that are going to work in their favor. The free agent market, I'm not going to say it's dried up, but there, there's a bunch of teams with money left over and yeah. there's not a bunch of players that are going to get two, three, four-year deals with a bunch of money. So you feel good about teams having money to take on Hopkins into April and beyond. Plus, no one's going to draft a receiver in this draft and say, we're good. We don't need D-Hop. You're not going to have, right. you're not going to be able to get your hands on them until rookie camp. And by then it's like, let's see if it translates in August and September. They can they can afford as much as we fucking hate it, they can afford to slow play it, and they can slow play it for the next couple of weeks. And a team can go through their draft rankings. They could go to pro days and they could say, you know what? We need we need Hopkins maybe more than we thought. Let's 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 ship a second round pick. I did think it was gonna be done this week. 
uh, I was told probably a week before when I initially put it out there that the Cowboys had called because they have called and that's where he wants to go is that the Hopkins market will, will be significant. Um, and maybe it is, but it hasn't materialized yet, Bo, in an actual trade. We've got uh, just pinch-hitting producer Shane just gave me this in-pale ale. It's a great Friday, St. Patty's Day beer from our friends over at Four Peaks. I got my brother coming over today, Johnny. He went to Grand Canyon. My wife went to Gonzaga. It's going to be oh. a battle. It's going to be a oh. house divided today. Uh, I'm excited for it. And you know what's going to be flowing like wine at the Brock household is Four Peaks beer. No doubt about it. Can't wait. Yeah. Got a couple cases there. Going to be hanging out. My mom's in town. She's going to make sure things don't get too rowdy. We're going we're gonna to drink responsibly. Uh, yeah. Good luck, mom, there. But we've gonna, we're going to have our favorite Four Peaks beer. We got some of their IPAs. We don't have the Impale Ale. This is probably going to be my only one of the evening. I know on the Sun Devils... Uh, watch along. They're going to be enjoy some tasty Four Peaks beverages as well. That's Four Peaks is where it's at. And, and Four Peaks would be a great place to just watch the game. If you aren't watching along with Shane and Sean and Toe Tree uh, or watching over the Brock household, you should be at 8th Street in Tempe at Four Peaks enjoying all the great food that they have on the menu. They have nightly specials. They always go crazy there. Check it out. Check out some Kilt Lifter. Check out some of the spring training tours throughout the month of March. Still got time to do that. And follow along on social media at Four Peaks Brew. Check out their events calendar. They got great things going on always in the works, including our last Wednesday. And I, I say this right now. like Make sure you've got time. The last Wednesday of March, come hang out with Johnny and myself, the PHNX crew. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be talking Arizona Cardinals football. Come, come talk shop with us. Come eat some great food. Come drink some great beer at Four Peaks. Got to be 21 years or older, but uh, and they got the St. Patty's vibes going on tonight as well. Wear your green. Yeah. Like, I got the green hat on. I don't know what Johnny's got on as far as green. Uh, I got a beer shirt on because I That like doesn't count, but day. it's close. <laughs> it's close. It's a red shirt. I don't know. There's the no green there. The uh, but it's close. Got to be 21 years or older, but, of course, enjoy it responsibly. Uh, there's no better time to be on DraftKings than right now today hello uh ncaa tournament on the DraftKings sportsbook app and and listen if, if you're if you've been holding out i get it right and you're for saying well i have a bracket i'm doing pretty well or i have a bracket and i need some good juju need some good mojo here's what you do you download the DraftKings sportsbook app use promo code phnx okay you take a five spot you take five bucks right you pop in on a money line, you pop in on a spread, you pop in on an over-under, whatever you want to do. Put it on your alma mater. If you went to GCU, if you went to Gonzaga, if you were a Sun Devil Johnny, right now, what? Put some respect on this. It's, they, they're not the Zogs, they're the Zags. Gonzaga. Oh, fuck that. Uh, if you're a Sun Devil <laughs> alumni. Johnny doesn't know how to pronounce anything. Okay. No, I have an accent. Johnny, you got, you got any <laughs> green dipping sauce? <laughs> Get out of here. You've, you've been like, oh, our producer. I forgot what this is like. I was going to talk about page you now. I might fucking put five bucks. I might put my five bucks to get my $200 bonus specs on a little university called TCU. Hey. Might do it. Might. Haven't I'm done a, it I, yet. I might end the show. You've got, you've got time right now. Only on DraftKings. Five spots. You only have to win your bet, ASU, and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app with promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. TCU, <laughs> Moneyline. 
I just muted you, Johnny. <laughs> I just, just muted you. You've, got, you've been muted. Our producer has just gone rogue here. He's just hitting <laughs> mute and he's, he's shutting down our host, Johnny Venerable. But I do see in the chat, and everybody brings up a good point. I thought it was interesting to see Byron Murphy's comments from his uh, Vikings introductory press conference. Johnny, if you could, Jane, if, yeah, if you could uh, unmute that a couple, yeah. Michael Evans asking He's if unmuted. we saw it. Uh, Rafa talking about it, um, and, and pretty much they they were good to ask about. You know, how much did it play? You know, the team report cards in Byron Murphy going to the Vikings, and, and Byron Murphy was asked a couple times about it. The Vikings came in top three, if not the number one. Uh, grades in this in this NFL PA team report card, right? I mean, their facilities are top notch. Yeah. Have you been to Minnesota though? Like, come on, like you can't go outside for most of the year. So, like, of course, let's let's create this like exceptional and good for them. They take care of their players, but sometimes you have to overspend. And I feel like this is something that's hurt Michael Bidwell. It's like, well, everybody wants to live in the valley, which is true. Everybody should come here. Uh, fastest growing, I think, economical climate in the country. I may have just made that up, but you can't <laughs> spend, you know, pennies on the dollar when it comes to your facility. I feel like Minnesota has done that to a fault where it's just like, we got to pump all this money in and good for them. But for Byron Murphy, like they paid him the most money. You think Byron Murphy went there and was like, I got free food here and I ate free food of the Cardinals. I'm, I'm going here. No, like the Cardinals didn't offer him what Minnesota did. Neither did 30 other teams. So he took that gig. That's it. That's it. Good for yeah. Byron, though. Those comments were hilarious. And I want more of that. More of that. Right. He says, I'm eating good, right? Isn't that what the quote was, right? I'm eating good now. That's so, right, baby. I mean, if, if the Cardinals haven't already, they, they need to do away with making players pay for meals. I mean, that's the very least they could do to, to kind of change you know, and give a facelift to the failing grades that they receive with the NFL PA. It's not time to dig in. It's time to keep up with the Joneses and, and start to make the appropriate changes. And it seems like it's pretty simple, especially when you're an NFL team and the money, it, you've got rooms full of cash uh, due to rev sharing and, and everything that you have access to and just being an NFL team and having access to those kinds of funds and being able to make those upgrades as you should to just keep a level playing field with what's going on around the league. I mean, you're you're one of 32 and you need to act like it. You can't just say, "Ah, oh, the facility's good. Uh, she's she's a she's a good car. She runs great." It's like, "Yeah, but you've got holes in there's cigarette holes in the seats and it stinks and your headlights out." And like it's just like, "Yeah, Why are you could get about my car, bro." <laughs> it's getting from A to B. Uh, but it, yeah, she's she's a good one, but at the same tokens like you can afford a, a new car or just giggle, I, I, I promise I'm not making excuses for Michael Bidwell. Like, I'm just guessing that that's what he thinks is like, look at our new stadium and look, we host Super Bowls and the Valley's a great place to live. Like our facility can be C, C minus, but it's really an F minus. Didn't know they could give those. Um, they're going to change it. And the first chance we get to get in front of Cardinal players this offseason, you best believe myself or my co-host will ask that question. Are you paying for your meals at the facility? And I would imagine, God help, God willing, that they're going to say, no, we don't pay for our meals anymore. And that's great. Good start. Not ideal, right? I, they, they would be foolish to sit back and just say, well, all this is just kind of hearsay. No, no, no. It came from the NFLPA. That was the best part of that report when it came out, but we were at the Combine. Is, we talked about it on our show at the time. This was not Joe Blow blogger saying the card. Yeah, this wasn't me. 
Yeah, this isn't us talking about it. If it was me, I would be like, hey, the facilities, I would say they're a B. But what the hell do I know? I'm not a guy. I'm not a multimillionaire. I'm not being pursued and wooed by other uh, to to make millions of dollars to go play elsewhere. And and then you just you have to make the decision on like what's going to be best for your family and what's going to be, you know, where you're going to be able to be the best player. And it's like you're going to go to this place where the weight room floor was called a safety hazard. And they were given an F minus as far as how they treat families. And then you got to go pay for a meal where elsewhere you don't. It's just like walk through the weight room. The weight room floorboards were coming. Like, imagine it's like you're a first round pick and you get there. It's like when they drafted Zayvon Collins and he goes in there and he's like, yeah, I'm going to get I'm going to get a squad in. I'm going to do some snatches. It's like, well, you can't go over there because the floorboards are out. So find a place, maybe out back. Well, it's triple digits outside. Well, you got the caution uh, tape around it. Yeah, right. You've got Buddy Ryan with caution tape going around a couple, <laughs> a couple cones. Like, sorry, guys, can't, can't fuck around over here. This, this team, listen, good time to get called out on your BS, Cardinals. It's, because It's like the LA Fitness or whatever in Tempe. It's, always, it's the machine that's always broken. But it's an right. NFL franchise. Right. Like that should that shouldn't be the case anywhere. Like you pay, no. you know, your monthly fee, you expect that those things should work. It's like you go to an organization that wants you to be in in top shape physically, but your weight room is is a safety hazard. It's just Also like the the Minnesota Vikings are a better run franchise than the Arizona Cardinals too. Like that that didn't get pointed out I on think, Twitter. I think that that was that was actually a big win for the Vikings. I think the Vikings they ate a lot of shit before that. And before those reports came out and those yeah. grades came out, they <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Producer Shane has gone rogue and off the rails. <laughs> Just begging for likes, and he drops a Josh Rosen for our podcast listeners. <laughs> it's Josh Rosen begging for likes. What are we doing here? Make that change. Just- I have one. I made form for the Sun Show. It's Devin Booker. I, just, I was going through all of your yeah. relevant players. That, that's the equivalent of Devin Booker for us. It was supposed to be. What Devin happened? Booker, Josh Rosen, it's the same thing. Yeah, Buddha Baker, who wears number three now, and it's yeah, no Buda, longer. Buddha Baker always has the, the the cast on his thumb. There wasn't any good pictures. Mm, he, he was the only one I could find of him with the thumbs up. So you're getting Josh Rosen today. Gives it it gives it his all. Does Buda Baker, Josh Rosen, hot tubman in college? We love him for that. We love all of you. By the way, right now, I don't know if you guys know this or not. <laughs> perfect place to hang out this spring training for baseball, uh, Octane Raceway and Maverick. Not sure if you guys have heard about this, but we've had all staff meetings there: go karts, racing, bowling, arcade, fan flipping, tastic. They've got deals and daily specials on the reg. Monday, $15 unlimited fun pass. Tuesday, 50% off taco trios. Wednesday, winning Wednesday half price arcade games. Thursday, big bucket. Thursday, $20 beer buckets. Friday, trivia. Saturday, Sunday, 50% off. You guessed it. Bowling before noon. Book some fun this spring. We need some fun, man. Cardinals need to go out and have some fun. Octane Raceway and Maverick. Cart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing. We know our guy Howard Balzer loves the axe throwing. Bowling, arcade, great food and drinks. They have literally everything, guys. Bring your spouse, bring your girlfriend, bring your boyfriend, whoever you want. Bring training ticket stubs from spring training. If you went to a spring training game, get this. Get a free $10 game card. 
perfect for the little guys and gals in your life. You want to make a day out of it on Saturday, go see a spring training game, then go to Octane Raceway and Maverick. Check out OctaneRaceway.com and Maverick.com to learn more, Bo. My place is completely like geared up to host people to watch some March Madness because of more furniture. We got the living room dialed in because of the couch we bought for more furniture, and we got the lounger, the same lounger that we have actually out in the uh, in the studios here, where people take have been taking in March Madness games since early Thursday morning when the tournament tipped off, and it's been unbelievable. You can actually get that same lounger right now at morefurniture.com. It's one of those digital mm. doorbusters. You can get it under five hundred bucks. It's unbelievable. It's sleek. It's comfortable, and it's. Uh, you got the Bolero two power recliner. It's black. You looking for a sofa? They got a sofa as far as a limited time doorbuster. You got to check them all out on the website morefurniture.com. They got custom order furniture as well. You get you can chat with somebody on the website as well, or you can just go into the store right now at More Furniture, 44th Street in McDowell. They got delivery, white glove delivery. It's unbelievable. They drop it off at your place. They'll unpack it for you they'll put it together they'll get rid of the packaging they'll put it exactly where you want so you got that perfect feng shui you got the spring savings everything you want free white glove delivery on orders of 999 dollars and more get in on it and pimp out your apartment your house your condo whatever it may be get the right furniture for you living room bedroom dining room get your kids room your office your entertainment centers your mattresses all do it with more furniture um, the Arizona Cardinals this week, not a ton of moves, right? We've got our free agency tracker, I believe, uh, to break down the frenzy that was this week for this team. I think they had more exits, Bullbrock, than they had additions, more, more folks that were cut, released, uh, the, only a couple external signings for the team. And you've got a field 90 plus players. We talked to Jonathan Gannon. Uh, at the NFL Combine, and he told us, what, second week into April, they're going to hold their OTAs. They're not going to take advantage of that extra week for new coaches. He says he's going to give them extra time with their family. So, like, if you look at the calendar, and it's, you know, mid-March right now, 17th, I mean, they've got probably two weeks, two and a half weeks to fill out the meat of this roster. I'm going to tell you right now, we kind of alluded to this earlier in the week. The quarterback that they want, is still available. And you might say, bullshit, Johnny. They wanted Jacoby Brissett. They didn't get him. They wanted Gardner Minshew. They didn't get him. The quarterback that I've been hearing, that we've been hearing, that they want, still available, that they've mm-hmm. liked from the beginning. Uh, and I expect them to land that that quarterback. So if you're freaking out about the quarterback situation, they're not freaking out about it. Because um, they could have gone out and paid Jacoby Brissett a ton of money. I mean, this team, once upon a time, paid Sam Bradford $20 million to come here and start like four games. And, and salary cap is not an issue right now. So I, I think there's a lot of stuff to kind of be up in arms, bow as we put a put a cherry, put a bow on this week, back or center and the D-hop trade. And if they're trading back, I would not stress the the backup quarterback market. That's No, I mean, if, if it turns out to be the guy that they want and it's somebody that, you know, they look for that's going to be uh, cerebral, smart, you got somebody that's going to maybe match or come close to the athleticism that your starting quarterback has. That's going to be able you're going to be able to deploy the same offense, and it's somebody that Drew Petzing and Jonathan Gannon trust. I think just like the coaching staff, unproven, and you don't see a whole lot, you know, spectacular things on the resume. That this 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 coaching staff, this team, 
and whoever the quarterback is is going to come ready to play and put them in a position to to run the offense that they want to run out of the gates because you know Gannon as he said he wants Kyler to be 100% mentally because this is a guy who made that cut that he suffered the non-contact injury and the torn ACL on thousands of times uh, you know I don't care you know who you are it, it's going to be you're going to have to overcome a little bit of something to get back mentally 100% there and then physically you know Kyler Murray I know I don't like to bring up Cliff Kingsbury but he said he was a freak and he expected him to if anything be ahead of schedule so yeah. uh, and, and Gannon said that Kyler's going to have to be somebody that they're going to have to rein in as far as where he wants to be as far as his rehab and where the Cardinals see where he is with rehab so you know is it it's, it's unlikely that he's going to be ready to go come September and kicking off the 2023 season so if they have somebody in mind that they can send out there and start a quarterback and run this offense in, in the new version of the Arizona Cardinals on that side of the football, then I, I would, you know, I I kind of buy what they're selling. And I I know you're just like, well, what have they proven to you? I I just like what I've seen so far. You know, as recently as flight plan and the camaraderie yeah. between the coordinators and and Jonathan Gannon seemingly has an answer for every question that you ask him because he's prepared. And, and he's got a plan, it seems like, for every single thing as far as his organization. And if he if he likes somebody that's kind of an unproven, unknown commodity, but trusts and, and is convicted in that trust at the quarterback position, then fine. I like two comments here, and they're two very different comments, um, but I think they kind of uh, emphasize my feelings on the team right now. Okay. Um, Andrew uh, Viney, I'm very happy that we're not spending excessively. Like I look at what teams like Chicago are doing and I'm like, I don't, I don't see any of those moves as significant in terms of wins in the fall. It just feels like spending money to make money. That's my opinion. They, I'm sure the guys see CHGO, God love them. They, they, they would disagree. But then I also see Mario Lopez with a really good comment. Monty and Bidwell not giving anything for the fans to get excited for sucks and at hundred percent. Yeah. And right now, like you, Monty and Gannon are having to grit their teeth through the one of the hardest portions of this rebuild, and they're taking arrows from the fan base, fair or not, because it's their job to clean up the mess. And, of course, there's been a lot of people that's pointed out, well, you can still rebuild and re-sign Byron Murphy and Zach Allen, not if you don't believe that they're going to be part of your future. And, again, this is, this is not, a, it's not a charity, right? They have a vision. This quarterback they're going to sign is part of that vision. They had to be able to go to Michael Bidwell and say, hey, this is who we want to be able to carry the baton until Kyler Murray's ready, and we have a vision on how we're going to succeed in the short term until K-1 comes back. We have a vision of how we want to build out this roster, right? You don't detour the middle of the week of one of free agency just to say, well, the fans are upset, We're up, you know, and we want to get some good headlines coming our way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's tough because we want content like that. We want them to go out and make trades and make signings. But I think this team, once upon a time, thought it was a good idea to sign Terrell Suggs at the start of free agency when he was literally just collecting paychecks. They had to beg Rodney Hudson to come out of retirement. Yeah. They have 16 been so, years too late for Suggs. For that, <laughs> they that have been staff. so poorly run from a personnel standpoint. And we have seen this team make a flurry of free agent moves, right? And how many of them work out? They have never truly been a draft and develop team. Never. I mean, they've no. had a couple good drafts under Rod Graves, and that was it. And they rode those as hard as they could. We referenced the 2004 draft every day, all day, because it's all we have to prop up. But there's, they have a hit rate of about 5%. 
So they're trying to do things differently, and I applaud them for that. But right now, you kind of have to grit your teeth, and it's like, yeah, we knew this this period was going to suck. It right. was going to be difficult. We need to trade away. You have to applaud, and, and, and it's tough because you want that instant gratification. You want your team to be in on a flurry of moves. And believe me, Johnny and I wanted to be breaking down free agent acquisitions all week long. Yeah. But sometimes, especially at the general manager spot, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the the popular moves that are the right moves. And yeah. it's the moves sometimes that you don't make that's going to be benefit the franchise. And he's cleaning up a mess, man. And, you know, I'm not sitting here and saying that this that the lack of moves is a sign of tanking because it's not. It's a rebuild. This is a full-on rebuild. This is you are taking this organization down to its studs. You're not you're not putting up any kind of false wall or anything that's going to be a you know a liability later or hamper you in any situation like you had reported on Tuesday you had a source basically saying they're not going to just make a move to make a move they're looking for sustainability over a short-term fix and right. if you look at it you know Trey Wingo tweeted out today it's like something like this first wave of free agency if your team isn't in on it I mean if you think back to especially recent free agent periods the first wave haven't exactly like yielded like really positive results. Like yeah. when the Arizona Cardinals have been most active at, at this point in the off season, has that translated Never. to them having an immense amount of success? Look, look what they did last year. They were like, we were 11 and two at one point and undefeated. So that must mean we need to re resign AJ green and Zach Ertz and James Conner. And everybody's like, hooray, let's applaud those moves. We're going to run it back. And it was a disaster. It was an unmitigated disaster. It was not built for success. Um, and I, I, we got to make something clear because I think that we got a lot of new people watching the show and, and we love you guys, 200. Slam that like button. And it may feel like we're carrying water for the organization. Um, and that I don't want it to come off like that because here's two guys that were adamant in November, December, January, that Michael Bidwell needed to eat money from Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kimes contracts. Like I will tell this franchise to eat money when they need to. Right. But then I can't turn around and be like, okay, you ate this money and you're going to build this up the right way. Go and just do a bunch of stuff to do a bunch of stuff. Go spend money to spend money. Right. It's like, oh, texted me off air. And it was like, man, it's, we all wanted this, but it's, it's difficult, but you can't just turn around and pivot hard and do what the old regime used to do. And right. the teams right now, and it, it pains me to say this, that can go out and sign a Javon Hargraves are well run enough to do that. They draft and develop Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, and, and, and they could go out and trade for McCaffrey because they found George Kittle, and they found and developed Brock Purdy, right? And they supplemented talent, Armstead and, and Fred Warner. Cardinals don't do that. So then you can't turn around and just say, well, it makes sense for us to sign Javon Hardgraves. No, <laughs> it doesn't. This team, the last thing they need is to be signing players over 30 years old to right. big blow contracts. So plus yeah, this was like, one of the worst free agent markets of the last half decade. Can we be it, honest? It's, about it's bad. You remember like the free agent market? Uh, it was recent. It was within the last five years. It didn't have a single pro bowler that was signed. Not a single yeah. one. Yeah. And I know pro, pro Bowl is something you can poke holes in, in, you know, what it means. You had Tyler Huntley as a Pro Bowler this year, but nice. it, it, it does. I mean, to to not to that the same points, like it didn't have it. You didn't have any Pro Bowlers the entire offseason. So it's uh, 
I'll say this: It's not Matt Corral. It's somebody with starting experience in the NFL, right? I right. mean, we can at least we say that. Chat. Let's bring up the super chat because I want to address this. Okay, why we just can't come out and say who they're signing? Because I was told don't say it, so I'm not going to say it. Um, but uh, they have—it's part of their plan. They're not panicking. Can I just say that, Bo? Bo, they're not panicking. They have a plan of what they want to do. I mean, if you watch that flight plan episode. I mean, those three coordinators together, I mean, like the simpatico there, the gelling. First of all, thank you for the $2 super chat, Jalen. Appreciate you, brother. Get another one as well if you want to get to that. Yeah. I just, I feel so much better about these three guys than I did about Kingsbury, who was the default OC and head coach, and then Vance, who was doing his own thing. Yeah. So yeah. trust their plan. Uh, topic 64. Thanks for the 499 super chat on Tate, Javon Wims. Yeah. Those are guys that were on the roster at the end of last season and guys that they think it added in the off season to future deals. We need receivers. Let's speak about them. JV and BB. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you look at this wide receiver core and guys that you, that they're going to rely upon whoever the quarterback is right now, Hollywood Brown, right? You've got yeah. uh, Greg Dorch that you resign, and then hopefully a healthy Rondell Moore, who's had a couple procedures that he told us about when he joined us on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. He had his groin worked on both sides, yeah. and then he had that that gruesome, that just uh, weird pinky issue that he had. Um, yeah. So you've got a pretty. All those guys are under six feet tall. So you know, Auden Tate, Javon Williams are not there on your roster. Uh, I think you look to add some some more diversity to that receiving core. I still think a guy like Cam Sims would be a good addition. Guy played at Bama. He played yeah. under Drew Terrell, who's your passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach in Washington. Got some good speed. Probably somebody that can play in the return game. Uh, he'd be an interesting guy. But guys of that kind of like mold, like big, athletic, and could maybe movers, right? Right. You look at Tennessee, what they load up on forever, it was possession receivers with upside. They took um, Burks, the kid out of Arkansas that we loved last year after they traded A.J. Brown, who went to Philadelphia with Jonathan Gannon. But look at the pet scene receiving core. Amari Cooper was their big play guy, but Donovan Peoples-Jones operated underneath. They used a lot of tight end. I This team, like the Kingsbury receivers, were very much like boomer bust, right? Like, we got to hit the big play down the field where our offense is predicated on it. The Cardinals' offense needs to get back to not checkdowns, but methodical. The intermediate passing game under Cliff Kingsbury with Kyler Murray was broken. It was broke. It didn't exist. This team, especially as they try to operate with a backup, needs to be able to have possession receivers. And what do possession receivers typically need to be? Bigger and more physical and can take the underneath pounding of a linebacker and a safety. So, I, I for me it just feels like Bo those names make all the sense in the world. I think they'll 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 draft a receiver. They'll probably maybe sign one of these, you know, third or fourth tier receivers and just bring a bunch of guys to camp. If I'm Hollywood Brown, I I, I don't have this source or anything, but it's just like he needs a big season. Can we can we just say that? Yeah. I mean, Rondell Moore. I mean, he's fighting for his NFL life to to hopefully not be a draft bust. Hollywood Brown is making big money this year. And I'm sure they would not they would prefer not to pay him that big money. But they they sacrificed a first. He's on the roster. They're they're gonna keep him around. Like it would be in Hollywood's best interest to go for twelve hundred and eight touchdowns this year. I mean, they you can't even with a backup, you, you gotta be able to produce. And I think their passing game with a backup is still is still gonna be, you know, with a fourth place schedule, 
good enough. So yeah. uh, big, big, big shoulders for Hollywood Brown to carry the workload in the passing game. It's when you look at Cleveland and how they operated offensively, and you just take that because Petsing comes from the it's Browns. It's gonna be the same offense, yeah. Right. Uh, you've got Amari Cooper, six one. You've got Donovan People Jones, who's about six two. Got David David Bell. Uh, was he the former Purdue receiver? He's about yeah. six one, six two. All of them are over six foot. You've got David Njoku, who's six four, probably a little bit taller than even a Trey McBride who's not yeah. the tallest as far as relative to tight end. So uh, you've got Petsing, who's like, okay, we need we need a little bit of size here in this receiving room. Uh, the speed and separation, it, it's not going to necessarily work with what we're going to want to try to do, more under center work, obviously. Uh, but it also points to, you know, running the football, right? Yeah. It, it's, at some point, they're going to add to this run game outside of James Conner. Let's get to the they're super chat from back. Eric Smith. Uh, 124 years still and no, ident no identity. It's embarrassing. Absolutely. It's like fans of this organization have been far more than patient. Like they deserve better. And, you know, as we sit here in 2023, the year of our Lord, and it's, <laughs> you know, you, you still have no identity and you're sitting here and it's, it's day one of a rebuild. And that's, yeah. that seems daunting, right? It's like, when are you going to get to the point where you can go be a little bananas as far as the salary cap and spend on free agents? Because that's where the Bears are. The Bears are two. They're in the third year of the rebuild, and the Arizona Cardinals are just uh, embarking well, on theirs, unfortunately. And, and, and their rebuild is different because they haven't hit on draft picks yet. So they're like, well, we got to try to win because those guys are in their second year. And they're like, well, we're going to roll with Justin Fields. We got to load up the roster. So it's a yeah. different kind of rebuild. Like, look at what yeah. the, the Bears are supplementing premium positions because they didn't draft well enough. Go ahead, Bo. Yeah, Melissa Garcia, Hendon Hooker, UCLA quarterback, DTR. The only thing I'd say about Hooker is he's not going to be ready. He'd be great, right? But Tyler, Tyler's rehab. Not dealing with right, but He gave me some baked beans. He the... did. He gave our producer, Shane, some baked beans with his his name on the can. It's It was an incredible gift. It was heartfelt. Did you bring that uh, home with you, Shane? Yeah, I'll go office. grab him. I'll go grab him. Get to, the, get to the super chat. I'll go grab him. But and then Johnny talked to DTR at the combine, and you know he said that he talked to the Arizona Cardinals. Was it? A, it was a formal interview, wasn't it? It wasn't yes, one of the informal. Yeah, ones, they right? spent so, time with him. Um, yeah, they like him for sure. They do. And but you got people telling me, no, he's going to be a third round pick. I don't know. I don't think he will be. I think he'll right. be a day three pick. That's that's the kind of quarterback that they would like to target is a guy who is mobile, who's accurate. Yeah, there's Hendon. I like that. Love that, man. I do feel bad for Hendon Hooker because he's already, he's like Whedon old. Josh, or Josh Whedon. Um, Brandon Whedon old. Yeah, he's old. And, he's yeah. not that old. Yeah. Whedon was like Whedon 27, was like 28. 28. Whedon yeah. was 28. Yeah, Hendon Hooker was, is, like is he 25? He's 26. But he's got an ACL tear. He's not going to be ready. Right. That's what I, I don't mean. think so he's available time, for the – I don't think the Cardinals – snaps for yeah. a team. They're not – I don't think Hooker – listen, I could eat crawl on this. I don't think Hooker's what they want. Harris here, Colt McCoy isn't gone. He's still with AZ. Absolutely. He's under contract. But with Colt McCoy, he's going to be 37 years old. He had a neck. He had a calf. He had a, a head injury. The guy had an MRI on his head at the end of the last season. They just shut him down. Uh, so even if you, if you move forward with Colt McCoy or he's on the roster, you got to have another quarterback because Kyler Murray's not going to be ready. He's not going to be a, a camp arm or anything. So you got to get somebody. So I just don't uh, think Colt McCoy is the plan going forward. We talked about it. What yesterday they're going to sign a quarterback. They're going to draft one. 
Colt could hang out until Kyler comes back, then you probably just release Colt at that point. Colt's had a really nice NFL career, but I mean, like he for what they want to do, pro- doesn't doesn't really fit what they want to do. That was a that was a Kingsbury signing. That was a kind yeah. Kingsbury signing. It worked out really well. But again, prior regime now gone. Uh, Eddie kind of grows. Dak is the best QB in the NFC. Well, Andrew I mean, and Brian too talking about you know you got Daniel Jeremiah saying he's big on Hooker. He should be right. But do, do the Cardinals have the luxury of, of drafting and stashing no, a guy? No. I mean, to an extent. But you if you'd have to take him in the second round, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them. That's all I'm saying. Um, really good comments today. You yeah. guys are bringing it on a on a Friday. Any more super chat, Shano? Uh, did you get to the one when I was getting the beans? I don't think so. Nope. No. no uh, if Hollywood has a big year, this is a little dreezy, four ninety nine. How would you feel if he if he got real sad? I, I was a big advocate of the Hollywood trade when they made it. I liked it for what they wanted to do with Kingsbury. Obviously, the relationship with Kyler was a coup. Um, but he got hurt last year, and he and he dropped some balls. Um, I want Hollywood to go off though. I I think he's an electric player. I think he was underutilized at times in Baltimore. Um, and this team, like if Hollywood has a good season, they can re-sign Hollywood Brown. Um, I'm not going to sit here after watching them sit on their hands on purpose this off season and then say, they're going to go into next year with 75 to hundred million dollars in cap space or whatever it is and say, well, they can't yeah. re-sign Hollywood Brown. They definitely could, but Hollywood's got to have a good season in Drew Petzing's offense, Bo. He'd have to be pretty undeniable. And that becomes kind of a tough decision for Monty Austin who comes from the Patriots organization, like they didn't really traditionally paid wide receivers, right? He came from no. Tennessee where they just jettisoned one that cost his, the GM that he worked underneath his job in A.J. Brown. So, uh, you know, it becomes, you know, what's the philosophy, right? And if they feel like you know, Holly Brown's young enough that where if they can find a reasonable deal, but if he, he makes the case as far as his play, it becomes tough decision for the Arizona Cardinals. Apollo, Daybreak saying take Malik Cunningham, the player at a, the quarterback at a Louisville had a decent career there. Take him in the last round. Sure. I think you think that's where it's going to be, though. It's going to be like a light, a, a day three quarterback pick. I mean, probably. I don't think this team has the luxury of taking one in the third round, even if they, they do have multiple threes this year. They could have more after a Hopkins deal and after a trade down. I mean, you, this team needs everything. They need everything. Yeah. There's not a position where you could say, well, they don't need that. Right. You could talk yourself into damn near everything. Um, so I, I, they're going to, they're going to have a good, uh, a good quarterback group, uh, regardless come this fall, but who knows if they fall in love with one, you, you know, Philadelphia doesn't regret taking Jalen hurts in the second round. I don't think the Cardinals are going to be that aggressive. I'm going to be aggressive though, uh, in trying to get my snacks load up for the weekend with our friends at circle K speaking oh, of circle K guys, beans. no, not babies. I'm going to pivot. <laughs> uh, the time is now because I believe it's going down when Minana. $500 gas card giveaway from our friends at Circle K. What do you got to do? You got to text PHNX right now. Bust out your phone, PHNX, text that to the number 31310. Again, love you all. This is only for our Arizona residents. $500 gas card. You're entered in. You could be chosen. I think that's going down on Saturday. They're going to draw the winner of the Circle K giveaway. We've teamed up with Circle K, the elite of the elite when it comes to convenience stores and convenience for you. Pick up your snacks, pick up breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Premium gas at not a premium price. PHNX is synonymous with Valley Sports. Circle K is 
synonymous with convenience. Again, text PHNX to 31310 and get yourself that sweet, sweet $500 gas gift card, which I'm told can also be used on a bevy of items inside the store as well, Bo. Like some Four Peaks beer. Also, our takeover yeah. event was announced today. The PHNX Suns are taking over. Footprint Center, downtown Phoenix. Do we have one more ticket we, remaining? We might have one, but I might be sold out. So it's unreal. Sprint if you can. We uh, we announced this event officially uh, at noon today, yeah. and we have one ticket left. Uh, Two hundred bucks gets you in the door if you're a diehard. One hundred and sixty bucks gets you in the door, and it uh, is a lower level ticket to see the Suns take on the Denver Nuggets, the rich creamy Nuggets, who believe that they're the best team in the West, at least in the standings. They are. But uh, we're going to prove them wrong come April 6th. You want to be there for it. You potentially. Now, don't hold me to it. There could be one ticket left, but you got to get in now. Um, I want everybody uh, to have that same enthusiasm. We're going to announce our draft plans, I want to say, imminently, very soon, of what this show is going to be doing. PHNX Cardinals draft party, bow Thursday night. Um, and we're going to have very similar takeover at a spot we're excited to announce soon. And uh, when those tickets come out, we're going to blast it. And we want to party and hang with all of you. So just keep that. Go ahead and pencil that on draft night. You're going to be hanging with the bros of PHNX Cardinals, the PHNX Cardinals podcast here locally in the Valley as we celebrate really the construction of the new era of Arizona Cardinal football. It's great. It's a great yeah. time to kick off our first Marquee PHNX Cardinals hat on with us. Year. That's we right. Go. We're go. <laughs> We're not stealing brick by brick, but we got Buckle our hard hat on. Your tool We're belt. Reshuffling the deck, right? Yep. We're reshuffling the deck, and we want to do it with all of you. So again, pen in, not pencil. Pen in. Cardinal draft plans Thursday night, first round in the NFL draft with PHNX Cardinals. We're going to be live. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to ha- be having some brewskis, apps, whatever you want to do, and we're going to announce that soon. So thank you guys. I know a bunch of people. Um, have been asking, DMing, what's the plan? What's the plan? We're going to let you know just as soon as we yeah. can, Bo. Yeah, big big uh, announcements coming as far as this show goes. Make sure you're subscribed to PHNX underscore sports here on YouTube. Get those alerts because over the weekend, some news could break and we could be doing an emergency pod. You want to know about it. Of course, you got to sign up for alerts. Uh, let's just do this. Let's pander for the likes for a big ASU win tonight. No, not for Josh Rosen. Not leave a like for the no. chosen Rosen. No, don't do that. Do it because you want the Sun Devils to be victorious. And I want to go home and watch that GCU Zags game, which is underway. Uh, so hit the like button. We appreciate it. And everybody that tuned in for our coverage this week, subscribe wherever you find podcasts. Leave a review. Leave a five-star rating. We appreciate you more than you even know. And hit us up on Twitter at Johnny Rimble, at Bo Brock, and at PHNX underscore Cardinals. Check out Shane and his crew tonight, the PHNX Sun yes. Devils. The watch along yeah. right here on this YouTube channel. Have a great night, great weekend. We might talk to you. We might not. We'll talk to you Monday then. <laughs>